Blog Talk Radio. All right, I'm trying this again. I'm trying this again. Anybody hear me? Can anybody hear me? Suzette, can you hear me? Suzette, Suzette, Suzette. All right. Okay, you can hear now? Okay. All right. Now, I don't know what's going on, but I think we even figured it out. See, let me try your patience, man. They be trying you, but we're going to get this show in today. I can hear your volume Volume is low. See? My volume is good. Eh. Hey, I think something, it, 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 something got to be going on with these people this time. But we're going to figure out. We're going to figure it out here. All right. Anyway. We're going to figure this out Something is not right uh. Alright Co-host, where you at? Can you hear me? Yeah, you know I can what? hear you now Alright yeah, All right. Hey, <laughs> hey I, I'm trying to figure what, What's going on here Because we got some issues here That shouldn't be here You know what I mean? Uh, no, I don't right. think somebody, I don't, yeah, I don't think nobody Want us to do this show but you oh, know we what? We're going to do it, dang it. We're going to do this. That's right. We're going to make this happen. Uh, oh, yes, yes, yes. All right. Hopefully, I got better then. Hopefully, it got a little louder for you, Suzette. But I did all I could do. 
that guy in the 45, number 45, that's what I'm going to start calling him, number 45, because he's showing up acting like president. Yeah, we're going to talk about the protest. We're going to talk about what the protest actually stands for. You know, because some people, I, I don't think some people realize what it stands for. But we're going to talk a little bit about that today. In fact, that's all we're going to talk about today. <laughs> yeah. That's all we're going to talk about. Yeah, I'm trying to get get things back in in order here. All right, so with that being said, um, let me tell you how everybody can be a part of the show. Uh, call me, 347-838-8622. All right. Once again, that's 347-838-8622. You can email me at ericlesstalk. Um, you can hit me at ericlesstalk at gmail.com, and the website has been updated, so it's www.ericlesstalk.com. So those are all the ways you can um, talk to me and uh, and be a part of the show today. Me and P. Ross, we want to hear what you have to say, because this is a very, very um, controversial. Is, is that a good word, controversial? Controversial um, topic we're going to be talking about. And before we get to the song of the day, tell me some of your thoughts on this, um, P. Ross, while we try to figure out what's going on here. Yeah, it is very controversial. And, 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 and you know, this is something that was started as one man's personal, you know, beliefs, his own personal opinion, his own personal fight. He said that from the beginning, you know, and when, um, it's just been blown out of proportion by the media by 45 and, you know, other other folks around them, you know, who who don't necessarily agree with him. You know, he didn't ask anybody to join him. You know, he didn't petition anybody to join him, but he just saw an injustice that needed to be addressed. And when things that are that are happening that the, 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 the masses want to choose to ignore issue, see, it's an issue when you tell the truth. You know, we were talking earlier, Eric, about this scripture in, 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 in Galatians where it says, you know, because I tell you the truth, now you have become my enemy. I think that really applies to this today. You know. Mm. You, and, know and, and, you know what? That is so true. Yeah. You know, in, 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 Galatians, you know, in Galatians chapter 4 and 16, he say, he say, I am therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth. Hey, what mm. that movie said, mm. said you, can't have, you can't handle the truth. Is, is, that's what <laughs> it, is, is that the issue? Is that the problem? And you, and, and you know what? And, and I'm glad you said that because that, that's, that, that's probably is the issue. And see, we have to understand, oh, now what's, that, what's that all about? Okay, anyway. But what you have to understand is, you know, uh, some kind of way it went from protesting the killing uh, and the mistreatment of uh, people of color to disrespecting the flag, the military, what have you, when that wasn't what this thing was about in the beginning. No, it wasn't. You know, um, he said that. He no. said that at the onset. Yeah. Right. And we're going to get to that here in a minute. You know, and so you can so you can hear it for yourself. So next time somebody say, He's disrespecting the flag or whatever. You know it's not happening. Well, we already know it's not happening, but you you right. can explain to the reason why the protest is going on and why everybody else is 
coming aboard and why 45 is way off base by insisting that the son of a bitch be fired. Excuse my language, but that's what he said. But anyway, before we get further into this, I promise I was going to keep my emotions. I was going to be good today. Y'all know I'm the the one who gets crazy, and and P. Ross is the logical one, so we talked, and she said I had to be good today. (laughs) Anyway, here's your song of the day, man, by this artist named Shadow. I know a lot of y'all haven't heard this guy. He's an older gentleman, but, man, he has some powerful songs, I tell you. So here is Shadow with Poverty is Hell.
All right. There it was, man. Your song of the day, Shadow. And a little reggae kick for you. Poverty is hell. <laughs> uh, like some of us don't already know that, huh? <laughs> but you know what? It's all good. I'm glad y'all can join us today. You're listening to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, it's me, Mr. Talk. And I got my co-host in here, P. Ross. And we're going to kick some knowledge to y'all today, as the folks you say. We're going to kick some knowledge to you. And we're going to let you get kick some knowledge to us as well. And we're going to have some fun today. All right? P. Ross, so what you think about that, that old great uh, uh, reggae? Mm-hmm. You know, I know you kind of got, you kind of, you love the reggae <laughs> more than I do. <laughs> so you already know what my response is going to be. You already know, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's yeah. One, one of my favorite genres of music, you know. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All yeah. right. So, anyway, <laughs> Woo! We, got to, we got to make this happen here and get back on track. All right, so this is what we're going to do, y'all. It's time, time for, the, you know, my co-host to do her thing because she's the smart one. <laughs> <laughs> She's a smart one, y'all. I tell her that all the time. She don't believe me, but she the smart one. Anyway, it's time for your quote of the day. The quote of the day. And it's 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 it's, it's kind of deep, y'all. So y'all just sit down, prepare your mind, you know. Because I need you to get this so you understand where we're going with the rest of the show today. Okay? All right. And it's by J.R.R. Tolkien. It says, fantasy is escaped, and that is its glory. If a soldier is imprisoned by the enemy, don't we consider it his duty to escape? The money lenders, the know-nothings, the authoritarians have us all in prison. If we value the freedom of the mind and soul, if we're partisans of liberty, then it's our plain duty to escape with us as we can. It's our duty, it says, to escape and to take as many people with us as we can. That means caught up being imprisoned by somebody else's ideology, being imprisoned, you know, by, by... by debt, you know, by people who don't know anything, but they want to impose their beliefs on you and tell you that you don't have any choice. You know, those who have the power to be that make unjust laws and tell you, oh, well, you got to abide by them, whereas the left half can do what they want to do, see. And why is that duty? Because if you are blessed to have a platform, to bring problems and issues to the forefront, then you are to use that platform. You don't leave people behind, but you truly fight for their freedoms as well. Now, the National Anthem says, the home of the brave. We know that no battle has ever been won without sacrifice. Someone has to be brave enough to stand up for the rights of those who cannot do so for themselves. Think about it. Well then, see now that was deep right there. That that was really really deep, you know. And I was gonna follow that with something profound myself, but 
I'll leave it right there. <laughs> I just leave it right there. You know, um, yeah, we we gonna leave it right there. All right, so we have all these reasons why everybody's upset, why everybody mm-hmm. is upset about this flag thing, this protest. You know, and if you believe, if you listen to Forty Five, his cronies, um, mainstream media, uh, those on the left, some on the right, some in the middle. Um, if you read your Facebook page, I'm sure they have um, uh, <laughs> there 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 um discussions and conversations about what's going on with this flag. I mean, this protest. Well, what I'm about to do right now, and it's about. 18 and 18 minutes long I'm going to let you hear Colin Kaepernick Himself explain to you Why he started Taking a knee Okay Now when I come back I'm going to tell you why Taking a knee is not Is not disrespectful anyway Alright I'm going to tell you that I'm going to tell you that But anyway we're going to play this, this clip real fast So get your pencil papers out And get ready to write so you can hear this man himself tell you the reasons if you don't know the actual real reason why. Okay, some of us do. Me, Suzette, P. Ross, and I'm sure Tahaka know what the reason why, <laughs> why he started. But for the rest of you out there that don't know, and keep listening to the, the, the mainstream media, uh, here's the reason why. Here's Colin Carpenter being interviewed, um, standing by his locker after a football game, being asked, why he's protesting the way he is. What are you trying to accomplish? What, what would you like to be the end game for you? Yeah, that's basically. Um, I mean, ultimately, it's to bring awareness and make people, you know, realize what's really going on in this country. There are a lot of things that are going on that are unjust, people aren't being held accountable for, and that's something that needs to change. That's something that, you know, this country stands for freedom, liberty, justice for all. And it's not happening for all right now. Is this something that's evolved as a philosophy in your mind? And how has this kind of progressed that you make a stand like this? It's something that I've seen, I've felt, um, wasn't quite sure how to deal with uh, originally. And it is something that's evolved. It's something as I've gained more knowledge about, you know, what's going on in this country in the past, what's going on currently. these aren't new situations. This isn't new ground. It's things that have gone on in this country for years and years and have never been addressed, and they need to be. Will you continue, will you continue Colin, to sit? Will you continue to sit? Yes, I'll continue to sit. I'm going to continue to stand with the people that are being oppressed. Uh, to me, this is something that has to change, and when there's significant change, and I feel like that flag represents what it's supposed to represent, and this country is representing people the way they're supposed to, I'll stand. Specifically, what would you like to see change in order for you to stand? There's a lot of things that need to change. Uh, one, one specifically is police brutality. There's people being murdered unjustly and not being held accountable. Cops are getting paid leave for killing people. That's not right. That's not right by anyone's standards. Colin, so many people see the flag as kind of a symbol of military. How do you view it, and, and what do you say to those people? Uh, 
you know, I have great respect for men and women that have fought for this country. I have family. I have friends that have gone and fought for this country. And they fight for freedom. They fight for the people. They fight for liberty and justice for everyone. And that's not happening. I mean, people are dying in vain because this country isn't holding their end of the bargain up as far as, you know, giving freedom and justice and liberty to everybody. It's something that's not happening. And I've seen videos. I've seen cir circumstances where men and women that have been in the military have come back and been treated unjustly by the country they fought for and have been murdered by the country they fought for on our land. That's not right. Holly, do you personally feel oppressed? Personally? There have been situations where I feel like I've been ill-treated. Yes, but this stand wasn't for me. This stand wasn't because I feel like I'm being put down uh, in any kind of way. This is because I'm seeing things happen to people that don't have a voice. People that don't have a platform to talk and have their voices heard and affect change. So I'm in a position where I can do that, and I'm going to do that for people that can't. Is this the first year that you haven't stood up? Did you, did you do it other years, or is this the first time? Uh, this year is the first year that I've done this. And you did all, all the preseason games so far? Yes. The first time was noticed. Yes. How did your, how did your teammates respond when you explained yourself today, and, and what was the support like for you? The, resport, uh, the support I've got from my teammates has been great. You know, I think a lot of my teammates come from areas where this might be a situation. Their families might be put in this situation. Uh, it's something that I've had a lot of people come up to me and say, you know, I really respect you for what you're doing and what you're standing for. So to me, that's something that I know what I'm doing what's right, and I know other people see what I'm doing is right. It's something that we have to come together, we have to unite, we have to unify and make a change. What do you say to the people that say, hey, you're doing the right thing, but you're going about it the wrong way? I don't understand how it's the wrong way. Uh, to me, this is a freedom that we're allowed in this country. And going back to the military thing, it's a freedom that men and women that have fought for this country have given me this opportunity by the contrib contributions they have made. So... I don't, I don't see it as going about it the wrong way. This is something that has to be said. It has to be brought to the forefront of everyone's attention. And when that's done, I think people can realize what the situation is and then really affect change. You've done it every preseason game. Uh, are you almost relieved that, that, that it took this game and the questioning that, that followed to let your voice be heard? It wasn't something that I really planned as far as it blowing up. It was something that I personally decided I, I just can't stand for what this represents right now. It's not right. And the fact that it has blown up like this, I think is a good thing. You know, it brings awareness. Everybody knows what's going on, uh, and this sheds more light on it. Now I think people are really talking about it, having conversations about how to make change, what's really going on in this country, and we can move forward. Are you concerned that it's seen as like a blanket indictment of law enforcement in general? What was that? Are you concerned that it can be seen as a blanket indictment against law enforcement in general? Uh, as far as what? I don't really understand well, what you're trying to get at. You're getting murdered by police. I mean, you think that it seems as sort of an indictment against police? Uh, there is police brutality. Yeah. Uh, 
people of color have been targeted by police. So that's a large part of it. And they're government officials. They're put in place by the government. So, you know, that's something that this country has to change. There's things we can do to, you know, hold them more accountable, make those standards higher. You have people that practice law and are lawyers and go to school for eight years, but you can become a cop in six months and don't have to have the same amount of training as a cosmetologist. That's, that's insane. I mean, someone that's holding a curling iron has more education and more training than people that have a gun and are going out on the street to protect us. What was that? Do you, do you plan on doing uh, stuff beyond the sitting during the national anthem as far as activists kind of you know, rolling your sleeves up and, and, and getting out in the communities? Yeah, most definitely. Uh, there are things I have in the works right now that I'm working on to, you know, put together in the future and come have come to fruition soon. Uh, those are things that I'll talk about as we get closer to those days. Colin, you say that this is a, it's a good thing that this is blowing up now because it's getting some attention. Any concern about the timing of it, a critical part of training camp, and, and the possibility of it being a distraction? No, I don't see it as a distraction. I think it's something that can unify this team. It's something that can unify this country. You know, if we have these real conversations that are uncomfortable for a lot of people, if we have these conversations, there's a better understanding where both sides are coming from. And if we reach common ground and can understand what everybody's going through, we can really affect change and make sure that everybody's treat, treated equally and has the same freedom. Travis, uh, anybody from the league or the team or anybody says tone it down or anything? Because clearly you're sticking your mind by now. It doesn't seem that anyone's trying to, from the, the organization, whatever, is trying to quiet you. No, no one's tried to quiet me and... No, to be honest, it's not something I'm going to be quiet about. I'm going to speak the truth when I'm asked about it. It's not, this isn't for a look, this isn't for publicity or anything like that. This is for people that don't have the voice. And this is for people that are being oppressed and need to have equal opportunities, you know, to be successful, to provide for their families and not live in poor circumstances. Have you been pulled over unjustly that, uh, in court, you know, in your mind, have you been pulled over unjustly or had a bad experience um, in that regard? Yes, multiple times. Um, I mean, I've had times where one of my roommates was moving out of a house in college, and because we were the only black people in that neighborhood, the cops got called and all of us had guns drawn on us. Uh, I mean, came in the house without knocking, guns drawn on one of my teammates and roommates. So I have experienced this. People close to me have experienced this. This isn't something that's a one-off case here, a one-off case there. This has become habitual. It's become a habit. So it's something that needs to be addressed. So there are, what, 2,000, 2,000 players in the NFL. You're a lone voice here at college taking this chance. Why do you think I think there's a lot of consequences that come along with this. Uh, there's a lot of people that don't want to have this conversation, that, you know, they're scared they might lose their job or they might not get the endorsements. They not, might not be treated the same way. And those are things I'm prepared to handle, and those are things that, you know, other people might not be ready for. Uh, it's just a matter of where you're at in your life, where, where your mind's at. And at this point, I've been blessed to be able to get this far and, you know, 
have the privilege of being in the NFL and you know making the kind of money I make and enjoy luxuries like that, but I can't look in the mirror and see other people dying on the street that should have the same opportunities that I've had and say, you know what, I can live with myself because I can't if I just watch. Do you think you might get cut over this? I don't know, but if I do, I know I do what's right. and. I can live with that at the end of the day. Does any of this reflect your, your relationship with the 59ers or with the NFL? Is this any part of that? No, this is about the way people have been treated by this country. When you, when you addressed the team today, Colin, how long did you talk? And, and what was kind of the tone of it? It, it, it seemed like you were able to uh, convert one person into your line of thinking that was uh, a little skeptical. Uh, no, it was a conversation. They asked me to talk and just explain why I did what I did and why I felt the way I felt. And that's some I had an open conversation with them. I told them why I felt that way and why I looked at things the way I do. And a lot of it has to do with the history of the country and where we're currently at. And, you know, I opened it up to all my teammates. Come talk to me if you have any questions. If you want to understand what I'm thinking further, come talk to me. Uh, this isn't something that should be hidden and shouldn't be talked about. These conversations need to happen, and I think it's something that can bring everybody closer. Were, were there a couple guys that voiced uh, their, uh, how they felt they felt what you're doing to you? There were, you know, I've had people say, no, I want to understand further. Let's talk. So I've had those conversations and we'll, we'll continue to have them with my teammates. But it's something that the knowledge of what's happened in this country and is currently happening is something that I think everybody needs to know. And when you have the knowledge of those things, then you can make an educated decision on, you know, what you really feel and what you want to stand for. Is any of this to in terms of politicians or, or, you know, people outside the sports world that, that tell you that they support you through? Uh, I've had a few people reach out. Um, I mean, quite a few, actually. Uh, saying, you know, we really support you, we're proud of you for taking that stand, we respect what you're doing, uh, we know a lot's going to come with it, but we're behind you. And, you know, that means a lot. That means that I'm not the only one that feels this way, and I'm not the only one that sees things this way. Is any of this going to distract the team from getting to the Super Bowl this year? Is there, you know, are you guys talking more today about this, or are you talking about planning to get to the Super Bowl? No, we're focused on football while we're in meetings, while we're on the uh, field. That's what our focus is. But in our free time, we have conversations about this. And that's not something that should be, we should be ashamed about or shy away from. You know, we talk about football. We handle our business there. But there's also, you know, a social responsibility that we have to be educated on these things and talk about these things. Well, did you consider, like, bringing, you know, forming an alliance and getting teammates to join you in this? And if not, why did you decide to go it alone? This isn't something I'm going to ask other people to, you know, put their necks out for what I'm doing. Uh, if they agree with me and feel strongly about it, then by all means, I hope they stand with me. But I'm not going to go and try to recruit people and make sure, like, hey, come do this with me, because I know the consequences that come with that, and they need to make that decision for themselves. In that same vein, did you reach out to anyone before you did this to seek their counsel, say, hey, what do you think about this? This is a conversation I've had with a lot of people a lot of times over a long period of time. So it wasn't something that, you know, I planned on having a conversation about 
uh, at a particular time. It just so happened it was the other night that people realized it and talked about it. Uh, yeah. Sorry about that. Oh, that's right. Um, Clearly, you know, you want to bring a voice to other people. You want to raise consciousness about certain issues. Are you concerned? How much of the talk for the 24 hours has been about you and not necessarily the issues? Are you concerned that that, that could happen? I do think that, you know, the talk has been more about me, more about I know a lot of people's initial reactions thought it was bashing the military, which it wasn't. That wasn't my intention at all. I think now that we have those things cleared up, we can get to the root of what I was saying and really address those issues. Since you've done this, other you know of other players who feel the same way but maybe not ready to step forward publicly? What was your question? You know other players who, who are kind of feel the same way that you do but are afraid to really step forward publicly like you have? Yeah, I know there's other players that feel the same way. I've had players reach out to me. Uh, you know, once again, it's not something I'm going to ask them to put their necks out. Uh, I know the consequences that come along with my decision, and if they feel strongly about it and want to stand with me, then I hope they do. If it's something they're not ready for, you know, that's what the conversations are for, and they can make that decision, you know, when they're ready or if they're ready. Do you Dr. feel Edwards you'll be safe? Do you feel you'll be safe in some of the road cities that you go to, and will you take some precautions? I mean, that's a legitimate thought. Uh, not really too concerned about that. Um, no, at the end of the day, if something happens, that's only proving my point. Um, yeah. That's Dr. Edwards has some experience with public stances such as this. You were talking to him before practice. Is he someone you consulted with at, at any point on the right when you decided to do this? Uh, I mean, once again, it wasn't something I consulted anybody on. It was a conversation I had uh, when someone asked me about it. Uh, Dr. Edwards is a good friend. He's someone I talk to a lot and run a lot of things by and have a lot of conversations with. Uh, and we have a lot of similar views. Colin, the fact that this is an election year, does this have anything to do with the timing? Uh, I mean, once again, it wasn't a timing thing. It wasn't something that was planned. But I think the two presidential candidates that we currently have also represent the issue that we have in this country right now. You want to on that? Uh, I mean, you have Hillary, who's called black teens or black kids super predators. Uh, you have Donald Trump, who's openly racist. Um, I mean, we have a presidential candidate who's deleted emails and done things illegally and is a presidential candidate. That, that doesn't make sense to me, because if that was any other person, you'd be in prison. So, what is this country really standing for? Well, it is a country that's elected a black man president twice, Colin. I mean, can you see people say why the outrage in a country that has elected a black president has done many things, sacrificed a lot of things for freedom? Uh, it has elected a black president, but there are also things, a lot of things that haven't changed. There are a lot of issues that still haven't been addressed. And... You know, that's something over an eight-year term, there's a lot of those things that are hard to change. There's a lot of those things that he doesn't necessarily have complete control of. If you would say, that, what would it be a success for you on this? I mean, just in the short term. 
No, that's that's a tough question because there's a lot of things that need to change, a lot of different issues that need to be addressed. Um, you know, that's something that it's really hard to lock down one specific thing that needs to change currently. Okay, last thing, Colin. My wife's a cosmetologist, and she has very extensive training. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, and it's amazing to me that she has more training than officers that are supposed to be protecting people. All right, that was it. That was the initial interview, and you heard all the questions he was asked about why he started his protest. Now, nowhere in there did you hear him say he disrespect any, he didn't like the military, he didn't like the flag. You didn't hear that at all, at all. So where did this narrative come from all of a sudden? You know, how did this, the narrative lead there and become about disrespecting the military, a flag, a song? You know, why? Why? You know, and, and this kneeling thing, you know, let's 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 talk about this kneeling for a moment. You know, I, I don't know why everybody's been out of shape about kneeling. We kneel for everything. When a player gets hurt on the field, what they do? They kneel. And the kneeling is in respect until he's, he's taken off the field, he gets up and walk off, right? When we pray, right. what we do? We kneel, okay? Um, just simple things like that, but all of a sudden, even doing that now is an issue. He's not burning no flags. He's not, 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 um, uh, um, uh, throwing, you're stepping on and nothing like that, right? None at all. All of a sudden, there's an issue with that, and the narrative has changed. Now, that's why I played that clip, and that's why I played the whole clip continuously, so you can actually hear the reasons behind what he started. Okay? Of course, you know, 45, uh, he has to please his base, so he's going to get up there and say some crazy stuff, and everybody's going to run with that. Now, in all honesty, though, there's nothing that says you have to stand for the national anthem, the Star Spangled Banner. You don't have to. There's nothing. There's no law. Okay? Let's, let's go on and get that out there now. So you don't have to. You don't stand. How many of you stand up for the national anthem when you're at home in your living room? If you just that patriotic. You know, when the National Anthem come on TV, do you stand up then? Of course no. not. Of course not. But that is the argument that everybody's having. It's disrespect. You should stand. Well, in that case, everyone has disrespected the dang on flag one way or the other. If you don't wore a hat that, that has a flag symbol on it, you disrespected the flag. You're not supposed to do that. If you're going to slip on a pillar like looks like a flag, you're not supposed to do that. See? But nobody wants to talk about it. He's right. He's right. That is a conversation that needs to be had, but there are those out there that don't want to have the conversation or because they think they are immune to the actions that he's talking about, They'll never understand his point of view. It's sad, but it's true. You know, like the like quote basically was saying, you know, or, uh, 
You can't stand the truth. You don't want to know the truth. So you pick and choose what you want to find, what you want to argue about, or you change the narrative, which is something this country does real well. You change the narrative in, in a blink of an eye. You know, free speech. Um, the Treasury Secretary, well, which he, I don't know what he had to do with it, Stephen Munchen, said players have the right for free speech off the field. Oh, so when you're inside the stadium, you don't have the right for free speech. I guess that means the people in the stands don't have it either, right? That is about the dumbest thing I heard anybody say. And, of course, we know his flunkies aren't going to say anything, 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 um, anything against him for fear of losing their job. We already know that's what happens. You know, he runs the White House like the apprentice. They don't, he don't did you say nothing positive about him. You're fired. <laughs> I think somebody need to get up there and fire him. Congress need to get hot. But I'm, I'm going to leave that alone right now. P. Ross, come on, help me now. I know you got some things you want to throw up in here too. Now, I'm not going to get get going, get going yet, but go ahead. And you already done got going. Why are you talking about you're not going to get going? You already have. You know, you know. Um, while we're talking about um, 45, one of the players, you know, Richard Richard um, Sherman, who is a cornerback of the, of the Seahawks, you know, he just he just put it out there. He said the behavior of the president is unacceptable and needs to be addressed. If you do not condemn this divisive rhetoric, then you are condoning it, you know, because he's telling them, oh, they need to be fired. Why? Why do they need to be fired? Because they're black? You know? What's the issue? Because if, 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 it, if, it, if it's really so hurtful, you know, this was one man with one man's point of view. He said, he even said, I'm not going to ask my teammates out there because, you know, it's a lot at stake here. He knew what the consequences may have been. He knew what the risk may have been for taking a stand for a people that, you know, when 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 the national anthem was written, you know, that the Constitution in and of itself of this country only considered you to be, you know, a third of a person. You were property. So it wasn't written for you in the first place. See, so, so th- that's the first thing. You know, and when we're talking about military veterans and you say you're disrespecting them, well, what about the country? How they disrespected the Vietnam vet when you, when when they came back home? How about the continued disrespect when veterans come back and they're trying to get what's due to them from the VA, from the government, they still have to fight for their benefits. So you want to talk about disrespecting them. Now, now if we're going to tell the truth, let's tell the truth, you know. For all the military vets, you, you know, who, back, who, who came back hurt or disabled or, you know, suffering with PTSD, how long did it take before you actually got a payment from the government? How many times were you denied and they said, oh, well, there's no truth. There's no proof that anything is wrong with you. Why do you have to prove something when you went and laid down your life for a country that just totally disregards you? You say, oh, well, thanks for working with us. Goodbye. The same thing they're doing for the, for the immigrants. 
Okay, thanks for putting your life on the line. Goodbye. Get out of our country. You talking about disrespect. Mm. Now, you know, and, and there's, there's a lot, lot going on here. You know, um, a couple of weeks ago I played y'all some clips where, you know, uh, Ray Lewis and, and a couple of others were bashing, bashing Kaepernick for what he was talking about. But if you watched the game yesterday between Jacksonville and Baltimore where everybody was, had arms locked and kneeling, guess who was right there kneeling with, with the other players, the Baltimore Ravens? No other than Ray Lewis. So when when the when the <laughs> when the, the TV is on and, and and the right people are watching, you are gonna get down and kneel and be like you with the problem. But you came out publicly publicly and said you were one of the reasons why they Baltimore Ravens did not sign Colin Kaepernick because of something his wife his wife uh, tweeted. Of course, his wife wasn't going to play for you. <laughs> so, you know, that's the kind of, uh, 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 I'm not going to say this, that word. That's the kind of um, support that uh, he had that he really didn't have. Yeah, so, yeah, yesterday up. was fine. Yeah, yesterday was great. Everybody, unity, what have you. NBA joined and said, hey, this is dumb, this is dumb. No, we ain't doing all this. When will the conversation begin? When will we see some change? Like the man said, I didn't ask nobody to do nothing for me, to do, do anything with me. This is something I'm doing on my own. You know, um, and some of the things, he fed children in Africa, took money, took some things over there personally. You know, he, he's helped other charities since he hasn't been playing. You know, but this this is the type of stuff that 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 with forty five in office would never be discussed. Would never be discussed the way uh, the way it should be. We we will stay divisive. Not to say that forty four was any better. I mean, he was a little bit better, but not. He wasn't as bad as this uh, as forty five. Put it that way. I'm just gonna go and put it out there like that. You know, but this ain't the first time that there have been people who protested for something regarding the um, national anthem. But you know, that's that's what they have you believe that this is such a major thing going on. You know, right. Nuggets, you know, Mabu Abdul Rauf, who was a point guard for Denver Nuggets, he called the flag a symbol of oppression, of tyranny. And said supporting oppression would be against his Muslim faith. Now, that's, there it is right there. So it's not the first time that has been heard. Okay, Carlos Delgado, you know, he he didn't want to leave the dugout because he wasn't happy with what happened in Afghanistan and Iraq. 2014, Dion Wages, a guard for Cleveland, you know, he skipped because he was a Muslim. And um, this young lady, Ariana Smith, kneeled in front of the flag, making a hands-up, don't-shoot gesture. That's right. And she was a, a soccer player, I think, yeah. And she actually laid on the ground for several minutes after after the national anthem was done. So it's not like this is something new. That's why I told y'all those things. It's not like it's something new. 
But if you listen to mainstream media and, and, and the knuckleheads out there, you'll swear this is the first time this has happened, and it's the worst thing that has ever happened to our country. It's happening like, exactly. But it's not. When you got 45 calling a, 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 another leader of a country, Rocket Man, <laughs> I mean, we need to have this conversation. When are we going to have it, though? We can have it here. We can have it every day of the week. But is it going to change anything? That is the question. Is it going to change anything? Now, I think what has happened, though, since 45 has opened his mouth, I think he has um, actually brought more publicity to it, and there may actually be some conversations going on now. Because what he has done, have brought a lot of individuals together that really didn't, that wasn't really uh, thinking about the protest. They were doing their own thing. You know, most most NFL teams that that, that um, you know did whatever they did yesterday. They had they talked about it before they did it. Nobody was forced to do it. In the case of Pittsburgh Steelers, the majority of them stayed in the locker room. But um, the one guard that that was a um, special forces soldier, he came and stood at the end of the the the, the, the tunnel. See what's wrong with that? And in order to do that, there had to be a conversation. To where everybody understand how everybody felt. So don't say it can't be done because it can. But let's be honest. There's individuals out there that do not want that to happen. There's no way we can get our foot up off the throat. Because if we do, we're in trouble. That's basically what's being said. You know. Ross, what you got for me? You got anything before I let this caller in? Go ahead, let's call him. I told you I'm not, you I'm not being emotional today. I'm, 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 I'm handling my business. Okay. Mm, uh, all right. You're doing good. You're doing good, so. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Pianki. What you what you got to say to try and upset me today? I know you well, 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 well. Mm-hmm. How are you today, man? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? Know, you know, uh, oh, I'm doing fine. You know, uh, I hear people saying so much stuff that just is not true. And it is something else how Americans are so dumb. People saying, talking about free speech and the First, the first Amendment of the United States Constitution only apply to Congress. It does not apply mm. to businesses, institutions, mm. organizations. Mm. And you, you know yourself, what about Eric. People? How what many about people? hang on? <laughs> how many times have we seen when colleges restricted what could be printed in the college newspaper when you had organizations on the college wanted to put something in there? When a person is working for a business, that business can restrict their speech, free speech. You can't wear t-shirts 
that displaying wordage. You sometimes your uh, your hairstyle won't be tolerated. You can't wear buttons like we had a case here where a black woman wore a button. I love being black, and the employer said you got to take that off. She said that's my free speech. No, your free speech stops at that door. So <laughs> now unless 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 they're working for a government agency like the post office or something like that. Now, you know, that's funny. People in the post office can say whatever they want to, wear whatever they want to. But when it comes down to private business and private uh, institution, it stops at the door with that employer or whoever running that institution. Because that's what the First Amendment said. It only applied to Congress. And uh, one other thing, too. Presently, the NFL has no rules on how players are supposed to behave. There was a contract yes, with do. the. There was a contract as far as uh, the national anthem. There was a contract with the military where, during halftime, and they got they got paid for this. Military recruiters would put on a show, uh, trying to increase recruitment, recruitment that is. But I think they stopped that since now they have a. A volunteer army, but the NFL owners have not set any rules on how players are supposed to behave during the national anthem, other than what you said, which is true. They can't, uh, for religious reasons, they can stay in the locker room or not show up on the field, and that's because of the 1890. Sherman Antitrust Act <clears throat> along with the Clayton Act and also the Federal Trade Commission Act of 1914. But I can tell you what, and also too because players, they don't do collective bargaining. They sign individual contracts which allows for individual bargaining and also litigation. We've heard many times when players have done litigation. If it was collective bargaining, all the players, let's say all the linemen on defense would be paid the same. All the linemen on offense would be paid the same. The running backs would be paid the same. It's not collective bargaining. It's individual contracts. Okay, now that's the first issue that you said, talking about the First Amendment was just for... First Amendment only applies to... The First Amendment says that Congress shall not make any law respecting an establishment of of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. That means that Congress could not forbid the people from doing these things. No, it does not mean that Congress shall not forbid... It says that they Man, why do we always got in a hollering match? Can you talk without just shouting? Well go ahead and talk. I'll finish when you get done. They cannot make any law prohibiting free exercise of speech thereof, the freedom of speech or of the press, or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. It stands for the people. It didn't say it was just for the Congress. Now let's address what you're talking about for a private employee. Yes, you do have freedom Mm. of speech for that job, but when you apply for that job 
everybody knows you've signed forms that 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 stipulate the code of conduct for that business. In essence, you give up your right to express to be to freely express anything that goes against that code of conduct. It is outlined in that code of conduct, and you are correct. It does stop at the door because now you are an employee of that company, and if you want to continue to work there, you have to abide by their rules. But you don't usurp your freedom of speech. See, you can still say what you want to say, but that don't mean you're going to work there. That's all. Let me, let, you just, I, you I, just agree to abide by, by their let me say something sideways here real quick. Okay. I just put an article in the chat room from CNN. It tells you that the First Amendment is not all that you think it is. First Amendment only applies to Congress. The only way that a, agency, a law agency can uh, make you do things is by law. They can't just say uh, Trump can't holler down to the police in uh, St. Louis County and say don't do this or don't do that because he has no jurisdiction. St. Louis they County don't. police they can't holler to did. Chicago police and say don't do this or don't because they have no jurisdiction. Congress cannot make a law that restricts that, but that only applies to Congress. It does not apply to private entities, organizations, employees, corporations, so on, so on, so on. So the NFL can put in place a rule because of the Sherman Antitrust Act of 1890 that dictates to players on how they are to behave under certain conditions, which also includes the standing for the national anthem. That's the same Read thing it. as I said. That's all it's I got to say. Again, as I said, that's still a code of conduct. It's the same thing because that's a private entity. Yes, they can do that. Yes, they can do that. But the First Amendment is not just for Congress. It is, it not is only for Congress and government facilities. It says that they can impede free. You know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Human beings were born with all the rights in the world, in the universe. Only time those hmm. rights are restricted is when local, state, and federal government makes laws to take your rights. You could drive down the highway or drive down the road 200 miles an hour until they pass a law and say you have to drive 30 miles an hour. You could marry as many women as you want to until they pass a law and say, nope, you can only have one. The Constitution protects your rights. It doesn't give you rights. It protects your rights from Mm. the government's either at a local level, state level, or federal level. There's no place where the Constitution gives individuals rights. It says that the government cannot prevent you from doing this, that, and the other. Yes, it does. Now, courts have came out and have made rulings, just like it says, just like when... When it says you can't prohibit citizens, that's what it can't take. It can't make a law to prohibit citizens. That's right. That's why the First Amendment only applies to the Constitution. Now, let me tell you something else, too. Police officers can shoot you because state statutes on the use of deadly force permit them to do that. 
In Missouri, I can okay. shoot you because state statutes permit me to shoot you. If you don't want the police shooting, you got to change some statutes. In the Supreme Court decision on, I think it was Tennessee versus Gardner, I'm not sure. The Supreme Court said that a police officer can shoot you in the back if he thinks that you are running away and will cause either harm to him or harm to somebody else. But does that, but does that make it right? It's, it's not about right or wrong. It's But it's not about right or wrong. Yeah, you know, I tell you what. I think it would be, Eric. I'm going to give you a reason why. Because when he runs and turns that corner and you standing there and he stabs you or hurts you, you're going to be asking the police, why did you let this man get away? <laughs> Yo, really now? Absolutely. Suppose he's running into now. a school in the direction of a school okay. building. All right. All right, so so all these hypotheticals, okay. But what about the guy in South Carolina? He was just trying to run away. Did, did he deserve it? He wasn't that fast. He had a limp. <laughs> well, that don't make no oh, difference. I mean, did, 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 I, mean did, I mean, the cop. You mean to tell me the cop couldn't run? The cop the got was, the cop got. Down, so he just decided he don't have to run. It, and that makes it okay. Listen. The Supreme Court said it's okay for them to shoot you if the cop feel that you are posing a threat to him or another citizen. Now, what so got now, that person in? So, so, so now what we're doing? He may be running into a school building where he do harm the children. <laughs> See, that's a threat. That, that's a for real stretch right there. The only thing he was doing was resisting and resisting the instructions of an officer. That's all he did. You know, running. there had been cases. There have been cases when criminals have ran into a private uh, spaces and took doing. those people hostages. And then what happened is that those people turned back around and sued the city because they said the cops should have restrained the person like they supposed to. Now another thing, when police <laughs> officer apprehend somebody, they supposed to detain that person and deliver them to where you the due process of due process you know can be exercised. Thank you. I mean, you telling us all what the law say and what the police can do, but you know one thing you haven't said? What right a citizen has or what right a uh, low-income I just told you. Being attacked. No, 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 no. I just told you. I'm talking now. I'm talking now. Now, here's the question, Pianki. Here's the question. And Tahaka is asking the same question. What is the solution? The solution is this. Police are employees. The citizens are the employer. Take responsibility mm-hmm. over your employees. That's yeah, what the solution so is. When you get shot in the back, huh? I'm the employee, no, but I'm getting shot in my no, back by you, the, the employees. The employees, the employer, the people can set rules and regulations on how the police department, how your employees, no matter who they are, perform. Mm. Okay. All right. You know what, Pianki, you, you, you know what, you, you, you give me all these hypothetical, these, these perfect situations of what can happen because you are assuming that every law enforcement officer out there is on the up and up and, and is, 
No, what I never I said that. I said that you have some. I have said you have some stupid. No, I have said that you have some stupid police uh, officers. Okay. People on the police force. Right. Now I'm gonna give you a link where right. it says Pine Line votes to That's dissolve right. police Look, department. Yeah, Pine yeah, Line is a black community. Okay. Read it when I put it they, in. Uh, and they want and they one of the richest communities that you have, right? No, okay. they are not. They are right. poor black so communities. Wait, okay, one of the so poorest. Let me get back to what we talk about. Pianchi, here's the question. Oh, when you get a chance, I'm going to tell you, you what Trump said and what the people claim he said. Pianchi, do you feel that it's disrespectful, disrespectful to take a knee during the national anthem? Do I feel it's disrespectful? Yeah. To me, no, I don't. I, me, to me, no, I don't. But I'm not the one who's paying the these season tickets are paying to watch the game. I don't. I don't even okay. watch football. All right. All right. So, well, let's say my kids never did pledge allegiance. Decided, my no, kids no, 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 never no, no, pledged allegiance. Listen, 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 listen. I know you like baseball. So, what if the players decided not to come out the dugouts until after the national anthem was played? Would you have a problem with that? Me personally, no. I don't have no problem with that. Okay. Now, right, would they be right. breaking some rules right. or something? Yes, they might be breaking some rules. What I don't rules stand for the national anthem when I go to the Cardinals baseball game. Oh, why not? You, you, you Your legs hurt? You got problems standing? Just, just like my huh? my kids never uh, pledged the Legion for, uh, in the, for the flag in a public school. Why not? Why why? Why are you being so anti no, We don't believe in that. The same reason Jehovah Witnesses don't do it. They have a reason. But but yet but yet you you come on here. I'm proud to be an American, but you don't stand up for the traditions of, of, of what America is supposed to stand for. Because the United States Constitution permits protects a person's right not to do that if they don't want to. But it's only when <laughs> it's only when you <laughs> it only well you know you start talking you start jumping on th- see you know that's another thing when people hear certain words they go berserk instead of listening to all the words. It is or it is not. If okay. a company, a owner don't want them to, if, oh man, listen, that's why come people miss. You know, if I was hollering off bingo, people would be quiet. Bingo numbers. I don't, I don't play bingo, so I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say at any rate. Well, you know, I'm gonna be respectful and let you talk, and I would hope you be respectful and let me say what I gotta say without interruption. Go ahead. Maybe. Go ahead, Bianchi. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. If owners don't want, if owners, private owners don't want their employees to disrespect the flag, they got a right to tell them. You disrespect the flag, we're going to have to get rid of you. Okay, so let's let's ask this question because I say, what is disrespecting the flag to you? Disrespecting the flag for soldiers and not to salute it. Disrespecting no, the flag you, for. I didn't say no. I no soldier. I said dis. I'm saying it. I, I'm telling you what disrespecting the. I really don't have no. You know, I think if people want to burn the flag, they can burn it. Courts have said that's okay. 
on my mm, when okay. I had a thirty foot flagpole in front of my house, <clears throat> I fly the red, black, and green flag. I fly fly the red, black, and green American flag underneath it. Mm. I bought the flag. All right. So you don't stand for the national anthem. You don't care. But you it's know, not really about me. Think. I'm not making the news, man. <laughs> you, you know, see, the National yeah, Football you, League you, is losing see, viewership. No, no, They're not see, losing you know, my viewership. You know, we're going to get on that part in a little bit. But my thing is, you, tell me, you say they got the right to do this, but you're not, you're not observing any of them anyway. I am not so, an I mean, owner. My workers did yeah, not salute I mean, the flag. That, does that make a difference? Does that make a yes, difference? Yes, it does. Why? Ask the ask the ask the U.S. colleges why they restrict free speech when it comes down to printing newspapers. Same thing. <laughs> you, you know, you, you never answer a question straight up. Ask the, okay. Ask, Thanks, man. Ask the all right, all right. if I if I was an employer and I didn't want. Of people to wear their hair in a certain way, I would tell them, you, "Look, you can't." Hey, look, I tell sagging pants. You got places that don't allow people to come into their store with their pants sagging. People say it's an expression of my free speech. Not in here, it ain't. Do you okay, like sagging Yankee, pants question, on people okay. that seventy All years right, old? Thanks, All right, thanks, Yankee. All right, so. We we see how Pianchi feel, okay? <laughs> uh, you know, he's proud to be an American, but you know, from from what people say, he don't follow the American traditions. He don't honor that. So, hey, that's that's his choice, though, right? That's part of his First Amendment right, right? But, but he said, no, 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 no. That's not part of his First Amendment right because he said the First Amendment was written for Congress, not for people. Now that's what the man said. When it clearly states, it clearly states, mm. you know, that the most basic component of freedom of expression is the right of freedom of speech. The right to freedom of speech allows individuals to express themselves without government interference or regulation. The Supreme Court mm. requires government to provide substantial justification or the interference with the right of free speech where it attempts to regulate the content of the speech. Generally, a person cannot be held liable, either criminally or civilly, for anything written or spoken about a person or topic so long as it is truthful or based on an honest opinion in such statement. So we're talking about mm. individual people there. Not talking about Congress. Mhm. You know, um, he mentioned something that I was going to talk about anyway, so we might as well roll right on into that um, about the NFL losing uh, losing viewers viewership um, from boycott, so-called boycott. Now, right. here's here's the question. You know, you have those that say they're boycotting because Colin Kaepernick don't doesn't have a job. No one has. Uh, 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 no one is going to hire him because of his stance. So they're not watching any football until yeah, Thomas Kaepernick gets put on the team. Right. right. Then you have the other side that 
that said they're boycotting because they're upset because players are kneeling or, or sitting during the playing of the national anthem. Okay, so now you have two groups here, both of them boycotting the NFL, but yet the stadiums are still full on Sunday. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I'm watching. Okay. Um, um, but here's here's my thing. Right now they're fighting over who is who's actually getting credit for the 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 the, um, the, the decline in the viewership. And I'm like, really? Does the, is it that important that somebody has the credit because the, the viewership is going down? It's simple. You know, I mean, really. Those people go. There's people who are gonna watch like me, and there's people who's not gonna watch. That's my choice. Okay. Um, you know, Colin Kaepernick. You know, most blacks. That's what they boycott for because because Colin hasn't gotten a job. Well, you know what? It, it, it's just the way it is. In in the um, clip I played, he actually say he understands and understood what possibly could happen with him doing this protest. He understood that. Um, no, that was his statement. That was his statement. Yeah, that was his statement. He, he understood that. And then you have this other crew, you know, that just are hypocrites, basically, because they the same thing they're boycotting or, or fussing about, they don't do themselves, i.e., exactly. Yankee number one, but he's a great American, you know? So mm-hmm. that just goes to show how... how hypocritical. Hypocritical, thank you. That, that 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 this is this whole thing is. Instead of fighting it, let's you know we could come together. I watched um, sixty minutes last night, and Oprah, you know, she's a part of sixty minutes now, and um, <laughs> um, and she had a focus group where she they had people sit down, and, and to talk had an open conversation. And it was a very interesting thing. Y'all find it on 60 Minutes online. But and the same conversation we have now, they had last night with, you know, the Trump supporters. You had uh, the ones that didn't like Trump. You had the ones in the middle. And they were having conversations to the point now, even they're not doing the show, they're still meeting and having these conversations. They've actually gone to some um, council meetings and things of that nature. Easy if we just take the time to do it. That's my thing. Take the time to do it. You know? Um, you know, uh, <laughs> go ahead, P. Ross. I, I got to find something so I can, I can um, um, set P. Yankee right. Go ahead and, and, and give your points of view. I know I be talking too much sometimes. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, you know, when 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 we're looking at, you know, this first amendment thing and, and, and why uh Colin Kaepernick started this whole thing, he made his he made his, 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 his views, you know, very clear. But, you know, in order for for there to be a redress or for for there to be I guess propaganda we have to take the focus off what his stance is and blow it all out of proportion, you know, to distract from what's really going on. So what we need to do is really look back, you know, and say, well, we look at all these other athletes over the years that took a knee. We look at the athletes, you know, 
during the Olympics in that year, who, you know, held up the black power symbol with, with their fist, you know, and they blew all that out of proportion. You know, why is it mm. that when people of color decide to demonstrate, no matter how peaceably it is, you know, there is always a backlash. But you say we're all Americans. You say, and justice for all. Is that truly justice for all? No, it's not. And it never has been. Because let's be honest, when people of color try to stand up for their rights, they are murdered, they are killed, you know, legally, illegally, you know, because you're going to put a spin on it and you're going to say, well, they were within their rights. You know, we talked a few weeks ago about the assassinations of of, of, of the Black Panther, of the Black Panthers, and all they were trying to do was create a community in which could provide for himself. You know, without outside interference, all they were trying to do was bring people together. But now, we have a leader of the so-called free nation, and it seems that his only agenda is to divide the people even the more. Because everything he said is racist, is divisive, it's demeaning, it's degrading. And then you have those who, who get on the bandwagon with him and try to explain away what he meant or what he said. No, he said exactly what he meant. See, he wanted Janelle Hill fired because she expressed her personal opinion by calling him a white supremacist and a racist who was surrounded by white supremacists. It's good for for 45 to dish it out, but when the backlash comes back on him, oh, fire them. Oh, get rid of them. No, fire you. Impeach you. Get rid of you because now you're dividing this country. We just had two hurricanes come through Houston, Texas, you know, and, 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 and through Florida. See, we saw blacks and whites, people of all colors, coming together to help each other. We have that every single day of the year. Color never becomes an issue until the media makes it an issue. Because as human beings, it's our innate nature that if someone is hurting, if someone is in need, to help them if we have the means to do so. It's just human nature. It's in us. I don't care how racist you are. If you see somebody in need, you see somebody being hurt, you see a car accident, the first thing you're going to do is run over there and find out how you can be of assistance. Only when the narrative becomes divisive that we stop seeing human beings as people and we begin to see color. That's the issue. When the man spoke about, is, you know, black black people are being killed and, and, and it seems to be no justice for them and they don't have a platform, but I do, so I'm going to use this, plat- this platform. When you start caring about those less fortunate than you, it's an issue. When you start caring about the poor, it's an issue. But, you know, for people so-called Christians, where the very Bible that you read every day in whatever version, NIV, KJV, you know, NASB, whatever, you read 
It said, what you have done to the least of them, so have you done unto me. Good or bad? Good or bad? We, 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 we Christians. We quit to holler out our God. We quit mm. to say, what would Jesus do? Well, who is this mm. Jesus? Because <laughs> I don't know him. And for sure, he's not that white faggoty man y'all got hanging on the cross. The devil is a liar. <laughs> That's not who he is. See, oh, it's true that Jesus you believe in, that you believe he died on the cross for everybody's sin, then what makes a person of color any less deserving for the same right, the same justice than you are? Because you whitewash everything and you think we just supposed yep. to accept it as the way you put it out there? No. No. Yep. No. No, it's not. And when I say you can't handle the truth, you can't handle the truth. Because you take from the word, you take called the Holy Bible, and you live by the portions that you want to live by that suits your carnal need, that suits your flesh. But in and of itself, it said you need to be led by the spirit, the spirit of the way, the living God. See, so what spirit are you being led by while you proclaiming you are, you know, worshiping the Lord Jesus Christ that you say you serve? The Bible says you got to serve God in truth and in spirit. Fail to realize whose truth and whose spirit you're walking in. Because every spirit ain't holy. Every spirit ain't righteous. In James it says, you know, test the spirit by the spirit to see if it is of God. And on that note, we got to look and say, what God? Because there are many. So let's be honest. Whose truth are you living? Well, you know, it was like be true to thyself. Be true to thyself. You know, um, you know, I, I, I'm going back to everybody has the right to do what they want to. You have the right to dislike Colin Kaepernick or everybody that's that's you know protesting. That's your right. I have the right to like it or not like it. I have the choice to whether I want to like Tianki or not or what he said. You know, it's like that. But it's interesting how in the in the avenue of people disliking something or trying to disprove something, the narrative changes. And I think that's what I, I'm really tr- trying to key in on here, that how the narrative Change from uh, uh, what he was talking about to disrespecting the flag, the military, law enforcement, everything else, but the initial reason why he started this thing is, 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 is. This is a, 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 a 
control plan for it to be that way? How did it get to the point to where it was, it turned in about police? How did it turn out to be about military or just the flag in general? How did it get there? Because we know he didn't say it. He actually said his thing. He's not trying to. <laughs> he's not trying to disrespect the flag. No, he's not disrespecting military or anything else. He just want to bring it to the front that, hey, there's some things not right in this country that I feel that needs to be corrected. If we just start a conversation on. So before we get to that point, hey, I'm no longer standing. I'm taking a knee. And a knee is not a bad thing. Heck, sitting ain't a bad thing, actually. But a knee is not a bad thing. You take a knee... Uh, I mean, when you're tired, you take a knee. You take a knee with the pray, put your hand down. When when Tebow was doing it in the, in, the, in the college, nobody was complaining. Everybody was happy with that. Oh, they Tebowing. You know, he put the knee down, put it, yeah. Same thing, just a black guy doing it, protesting inequalities in, in this country. Now, could he have chosen another platform? Maybe. But given the, the, the where he was, his status at that time, and what he was doing, that's the best one he chose to, that he could do. I have no, I mean, you use what you have to get what you want. <laughs> that's that's a hey, that's a line off the Players Club. I don't know y'all know about the Players Club, but anyway, um, but he was aware of what could happen. So, yes, he's unemployed, and it's interesting that he's unemployed, but, you know, once again, it's amazing how a system that supported you so well all of a sudden turns its back on you and just leaves you out there to hang dry. And that's basically what the NFL did with him. You know, once he opted out of his contract with this 49ers, and I don't blame him, because I really didn't want – I wouldn't want to be sitting behind Blaine Gabbard anyway and all the bad coaches, you know, and the bad players. So, you know, I, I just went to the Super Bowl a couple of years earlier. Somebody picked me up, but now all of a sudden his, his he's not good enough. No, his mechanics are flawed. Really, but he just took this team to the Super Bowl. But there's a problem with that. So, Suzette says more people would be apt to listen had the message been approached differently. Suzette, how? How could he have approached this differently? With the platform that he was already in, he always was national. You know, like he said, he stood up and he did this for himself. He wasn't trying to seek publicity. He wasn't trying to be uh, anything special. The man was just doing what he felt was right. You know, and, you know, then it just gets blown out of proportion, and all of a sudden, everybody's upset. And that's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. All right, let me bring her in. I know she's ready. All right. Hey, Suzette, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing all right. <laughs> Boy, we're getting Good. into the mini-gritty here, aren't we? <laughs> As always, towards the end of your oh, show. Yeah. Good show, by the way. Hot topics. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Even when I don't agree, I still love listening to your show mm-hmm. because it does give some good information to think about, you know. So I want to let you know. Well, I am you. thinking. We appreciate 
<laughs> Absolutely. You both are a great team. <laughs> okay, so Mr. Kaepernick said that he did what he did because he felt it was right. But he also said that he did it because he wanted to raise awareness about the injustices mm-hmm. occurring in our country. And then he started to wander mm-hmm. as far as the injustices um, with – he referred to Trump as being a racist. And then he referred to Hillary Clinton's deleted emails and their accountability um, response that has been lacking seriously. Um, also, he spoke about the police brutality and the police paid leave – even though they are brought up on charges pending, you know, um, their sentencing or court action or whatever, they're still being paid, um, and the injustice about that. And so he says that he saw videos um, of men and women who fought for our country and were treated poorly, you know, the veterans when they came back from the Vietnam War, and he's correct about that, Mm -hmm. no dispute, it's undebatable, but also... You know, we can't go back in time, and while, you know, different administrations, Bush was a, a craphead. He was a cra- both Bushes anyway. We're both crummy presidents, I will say, in my opinion. But um, <laughs> but uh, the current president is taking action to correct what has been wrong for a long time as far as the treatment of our veterans. And, you know, by increasing their pay and making sure that, you know, as far as the, the health care and, you know, it's a process, but at least it, it's finally begun, you know, and, and they are seeing the pay raises in their paychecks now, I guess that was like an immediate action, but um, the veteran saying that's, you know, been being tested as far as how to approach it in different states as of this time, and as well as also the, um, the HIT, which is the um, health information technology or the the medical records, so that way it would mm-hmm. make it more accessible to more veterans in rural areas and so forth. So, you know, there there are things that are being done, but there are also important issues, you know, like the police brutality. There are officers that are bad eggs out there, no doubt. You know, there aren't any, per, you know, perfect ones, and there are corrupt politicians to the high heavens in D.C. that, you know, smile and promise, and then once the election's over, they don't know who we are anymore. And that's unfortunate because, as um, Bianchi was saying and and T. Rose was, as far as who makes the laws and and governs the people, and basically the Constitution is where our rights are protected under, and it's not Congress that gives us the rights. Our rights are protected under the Constitution and God-given rights as, as well. So, I don't know far as that goes. But when Kaepernick had said mm-hmm. that he didn't do it for publicity. He did it to you know, as because the people that need a voice, the ones that are oppressed, he did it because he was standing up for them or kneeling, however you want to look at it. I say standing up because he was taking a um you know taking a position. And I think if that was probably wrong because you want publicity. You want people to notice, you want to make them aware of what's happening in these communities, you know, with these officers that are taking action with their weapon before approaching any other means of civil arrest or detain detainee. And so 
when I say it was the wrong approach, I think because he said that he has the money, he has the platform, he knows those people as far as celebrities and other professional athletes. And, you know, we had the um, musicians that did the, um, what was it, Feed the World thing. Why couldn't he do something mm-hmm. like that with those people, use his platform to, to speak loud? You want to give a voice to these people, make it loud. You want to make somebody aware of something. Create a big deal, you know, have a day, have a platform, have people coming to speak, not necessarily a protest, but just something that's going to get televised so people are aware of what's going on. The victims, the victims' families, there are other ways to approach it, you know, reach out across the nation. We had hands across America, for God's sake. There are several ways, and they don't cost a whole lot of money, but you start making people aware other than holding them hostage, basically in a stadium, they could have gone to get something to drink or whatever. But it was just, in my opinion, the wrong place. If I were a doctor and decided I want to take a knee to speak out for those same people, and I was in the middle of an operation, and I rem- remembered, oh, yeah, it's 12 o'clock. We were going to do across the nation. Everybody stop doing what they're doing and take a knee. <laughs> hmm. I would get fair. fired. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> Not to mention my patient might die. <laughs> so there, you know, oh. and the, but there's no policy. There's no policy in the hospital that says you can't take a knee in the middle of an operation because nobody would think mm. I would be taking a knee in the middle right. of an operation. It's too hard, too difficult to cover every little thing and and implement any type of policy. So it's just almost a given as far as your employment. Um that was another thing Kaepernick said, that he did this activism on his free time. Well, when he took that field, he was on an adult not free time. And so, you know, he needs to get it straight if he's going to be a representative, a voice for these people. If he truly wants to help these people and make others aware of what's happening so that it will stop or things can be done to have it stopped or people brought to justice or whatever, then, dude, Kaepernick, get serious. Use your head. Consult with people and make big things happen, not just yourself. You didn't want other people to do it with you. Then I, you know, it's created a big hoopla, but for the wrong reasons. And the message is lost and it's unfortunate. That's all. Mm. Thank you. Okay, well, thank you, Suzette, as always. Nice hearing your voice. And you you brought up some good points. You really did. I'm going to let um, T. Thank Ross you. go ahead and um, respond first. Go ahead, T. You, you have the floor. Yeah, she did She did bring up up, up some good points, you know. And, and like she said, if, you know, if, if he really, you know, um, it, would, it may have been better. You know, if, if if he would have involved other people to bring about more, you know, more notoriety to the cause for what he was doing. But the way I see it is that this was a personal issue for him. See, he says that, you know, he didn't want anybody else, you know, to, to, to risk their income. He didn't any, want anybody else to, to take the risk that he was willing to take for himself. But in and of himself, his own personal belief was that, you know, something needs to be done. This issue needs to 
be addressed, and until it is, I'm going to take a knee. See, you know, so it 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 wasn't it 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 it, it wasn't his intent really to involve anybody. And as far as Hillary Clinton and Forty Five was, you know, when he mentioned them. He mentioned them because he was saying, look, these are the choices that we have now. This was still during election time. You know, both candidates were still, you know, campaigning. And he was saying, look at the character of these people. You know, if, if, if this is what we have to choose from as leaders for our country. You know, and he, and he also said the, the current president, you know, didn't do a whole lot for our for our people. So, as when 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 what he's saying then look these are the choices that we have been left with but me me in and of myself this is my opinion this is how I feel you know which he had a right to say that you know but then again as far as as whether it was or was not the correct platform at that time for him that was the best decision that he could make because it was a platform that at that time he could use to bring attention to this issue. See, it only takes one person to stand up and to bring attention to it. See, but oftentimes what we see and what we see has happened now, you know, we've got all these different branches going off in different directions as, oh, this is what it means. Oh, this is what he's doing. No. Go back and listen to what the man said. This is what he said. This is why. He made it very clear of why he was doing it and, and, and that it was his own personal sacrifice. Not mm-hmm. to bring you know, anybody else into it for anybody else to jeopardize their careers or to jeopardize, mm-hmm. you know, their income. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, hmm. Very good. All right. I understand that. I understand both what both of you are saying. You know, I'm looking like, okay, he said he knows celebrities, bring celebrities in. Hmm, that that may have worked, but I think, as you said, you know, this was a personal thing to him. He really wasn't looking to get all this notoriety, and the only reason he did because someone noticed him sitting on the bench during the playing of the National Anthem. Right. Which means whoever noticed him sitting on the bench wasn't paying attention to the, the, the song or the flag either. But uh, we got <laughs> we got something else for the uh, come in real fast, so we'll bring them in. All right, uh, area code nine zero four. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Uh, this is Tahaka, uh out of Jacksonville, Florida. How yes, y'all sir. doing today, man? I'm doing right. Oh, uh, uh, boy, in the house. <laughs> hey, what's up, Mister Talk? Hey, How y'all doing? Know it. <laughs> we doing well. Great, uh, let me go ahead great. and give you my spiel uh, right now, okay? And uh, because this thing been going everywhere, man. Uh, this is my position based on the facts that we have gathered, uh, and mm-hmm. these facts here have manifested themselves way back when, ever since Alexander the Greek came into Egypt. Until we uh, take our wealth and uh, walk out of these institutions Uh and create our own, take our uh, little little bit of wealth we got, because uh, we got some brothers and sisters 
that's wealthy we don't even know about. I know some of them personally that comes down in different places and say, well, look, uh, I just want to stay down here for two days. Whatever you want. You want a Cadillac, I'll buy it for you. Whatever. But anyway, um, I think that the brothers in the NBA industry, the uh, uh, NFL industry, the hip-hop and whatever else they are, need to stop, tell the employees to settle up with us and walk out and do the same thing that Elijah Muhammad did. And when you build your stadiums, build them amongst your people, and you can create your own police forces uh, uh, to protect your interests, the stadium, and everything else, and decorate it the way you want to decorate it. You don't have to worry about coaches, and uh, make sure you got the right cheerleaders that look like you, uh, uh, and, and so on and so forth. I think that's what we need to do, and until we come to that conclusion, uh, we ain't going nowhere. And the reason why is because we have a global system, uh-huh. and it is mm. called the global system of white supremacy, racism. What I'm saying is racism is white supremacy, and white supremacy is racism. And until that system is replaced with a system of justice, there will be no freedom. Now, let me define justice for you one more time. My definition of justice is guaranteeing that nobody is mistreated and guaranteeing that those who need the most help get the most constructive help. When you fall in love with you enough to walk away, take what you got, and build your own, until you do that, the world will not respect you, and you will be surprised who will come to your aid and rescue to help you when you do that. Now, this latest thing that's going on uh, with the knees all the way across the board, now we got uh, other people of color uh, 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 holding arms and standing standing up with you. They, everybody know uh, what's going on. They're waiting on you. You know, the people that come, they come to see uh, uh, Muhammad Ali and Jerry, they didn't come to see Jerry Quarry uh, in the Ali fight. They came to see Ali. They do not come to Chicago to see Mike Dicker. They come to see the sweetness, Walter Payton. And it goes on and on. So let's mm-hmm. start an all-star cast, and let's, and, and let's, and let's change the script. I ain't going to take no more time. That's all I want to say, bro. All right. Thank you, sir. Uh, you <laughs> I mean, you know, that's not the first time we've heard that. You know what? Bitch, you know. When you said that, I thought about, I was thinking about when I was growing up, you know, and the neighborhoods we had, we basically had had that. You know, you had the black officers, they come through the neighborhood. In fact, some of them lived in our neighborhood, honestly, you know. So it's not like we didn't have it before. You know, I grew up down the street from um, Durkinville Ballpark. I don't know. Y'all probably don't know anything about that, but I know Tahoe knows a little bit about it as my co-host. But you know that right there in the blocky homes, you know. So it's not like because that's where I played. Pete, I mean, um, Pop Warner football at too, besides the Gator Bowl. But I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, we had all that. We had all that. Um, you know, as a kid, I really can't think of. Uh, uh, any bad, bad things happening in the neighborhood because we knew everybody. 
you know. Um, Kaepernick, uh, it's hard. It's hard to, to to be on one side or the other, you know, because Suzette in the chat room is really, yeah, Tahaka, that's on Martin Avenue. Tahaka, uh, I mean, uh, Suzette brings some good point up. Uh, you know, if he didn't want the notoriety, like you said, why did he do it in such a huge public event? Now, can the question be asked? Um, maybe he thought it out, but he really didn't think it out, or he didn't really think he would it would draw as much attention as it did. You know, but then again, maybe that's what he wanted. However, I don't think he expected the narrative to change in the way that it did. It went from you know oppression uh, and, and um, you know post police brutality to disrespect for this and that, and that changed the whole whole premise of what he was protesting for. That's my take on it, anyway. Uh, I often said. When, when when we got away from um um what what is it when we got away from um um having our own neighborhood and decided we wanted to integrate that was the biggest okie doke that ruined what we had as far as what Tahaka was talking about brother Tahaka was talking about and it's the truth let's be honest because we had our own stores we had our grocery stores everybody knew each other we looked out for each other. You know, um, I don't know. Go ahead, P. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm getting my emotions. I, I promise I won't get my emotions today. So, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, you know, we 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 did, but the question is, how do we get back to that? See, because because I don't you think know, I don't you know, think we can. You know, and 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 you know, and 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 that's the thing because the infighting has to stop. You know, the spirit of competition has to stop. The one-upmanship has to stop. You know, the blame game has to stop. You know, the ideology, you know, that, oh, well, you know, I got mine, you got yours, has ever going to get there as a people, as a nation. You know, that 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 has to stop. See? But what happens is that, you know, if we see somebody moving up, you know, doing more than, than, than we think, you know, they ought to be doing. Okay. Okay. Nice. <laughs> you know. Uh, see, all of that wants to stop. If we ever going to come up. You know, and we gotta understand what it what it is to be unified as a people. You know, as individuals first. The real meaning of sacrifice. And nobody really wants to entertain that narrative. Because we're always gonna find a problem with what somebody else is, 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 is trying to do because we didn't think of it first or because we don't really agree that that's the way we need to go. There has to be a consensus if we're ever going to get there. Until such time, we're never going to get there. And you're always going to be spinning your wheels, and you're always going to have exactly what you have. And you're always going to be exactly mm. where you are. You know, 
<laughs> All right, y'all. We have six minutes left in the live airtime. We will be going to overtime a little bit. Oh, so if you're not on the switchboard, you need to get there. Three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. Once again, three four seven eight three eight eight six two two. We got a great conversation going on in our chat room. Uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, we always have great conversations going on in there. I'm just reading some, and you know. Somebody said he was reading fake news talking about Kaepernick. You know, let's be honest. What he was protesting is not fake. It's not something that's not happening. It happened, and it's continuing to happen. Okay? Yeah. Um, you know, law enforcement is, uh, some of them are out of control. Now, last week there was an officer, I think, uh, in some town where shot a, a white student. Now, you haven't heard much about that. Because he was holding a nice opposable, supposedly. And they got that on film, but you haven't heard that. You know, and I think that's one thing we really have to take a look at. If you're going to if you're gonna uh, uh, fight or what's, what's another word? Um, if you're going to complain about one thing, let's complain about the other. Let's keep it fair. I think, you know, um, like you just said, the divisiveness is what's killing it. That's why you can't have the conversation because you sit down and start talking, and everybody get upset with each other. No, that ain't the way it's supposed to be. And nothing is being taken care of. Even on my show right here, I get two people, two certain people on here, and they go crazy at each other. Nobody's hearing what anybody's saying. And and that's where we are today. Prime example is that idiot that we have for number forty-five. You know, um, <laughs> you know he's steady, egging everything on. We don't need that. We have enough issues in this country already. We do. We have enough issues already. Okay. If we continue to and create them, then. You know, we, 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 we're not going to solve anything. We're, we're not. Um, you go ahead. Uh, um, it sounds like you got something you want to say. No, go ahead. Oh, okay. Now, here's a, a, a plan that I found, and this is something that, that seems it may work. Four NFL players actually for one month dedicated to social activism. All right. Um, Seahawks defensive end Michael Bennett, the Eagles safety Malcolm Jenkins, and wide receiver Torrey Smith, and former Arizona's Cardinal wideout Antoine Bolton sent the NFL a 10 page memo uh, to the commissioner and executive vice president of football operations, Torrey Vincent, in August requesting lead support for their movement. The players are requesting the NFL endorse the month of November as an activism awareness month, similarly to what the league already implements for breast cancer awareness, honoring military, etc. The memo seeks an investment of time and education, political involvement, finances, and other commitments from the league. Uh, the memo was divided into three major parts, an overview of current player activism, a call for Specific efforts and resources from the NFL to aid that activism. 
a request for a league-wide initiative dedicating the month of November to activism awareness. Okay, um, the memo also included a potential timeline for the executive, the execution of wider-ranging NFL support starting late August 2018, and punctuated by a September 9th announcement of owners, players' support going into opening day. It finished with several pages of an addendum detailing specific aspects of criminal justice reform the players believe are necessary, including police accountability and transparency, bail reform, and the criminalization of poverty and other areas. Now, see, we were just talking about it. What is another way this could have been done? It took him standing up and going through this for four players to finally get together and say, look, let's do it like this. Let's go on and, and, and submit something to the NFL and say, let's make this a yearly thing. Give us the month of November, and we can make this happen. Now, could Kaepernick have done the same thing? Maybe. Would he have had the support that these guys have? Probably not. <laughs> I hate to say it like that, but probably not. But. It's there. So let's see what happens with this. The month of November is, what, uh, two months away? Let's see what happens. We know it's been submitted, right? So let's see if this is a better way and, and, and is accepted and is accepted uh, by the, the NFL brass better. And don't, let's not forget the public, Joe Blow public, how are they going to respond to this now? Now, a lot of my boycotting because of the or whatever. So how are they going to respond to a month-long um, celebration of social activism? Have to think about that, too. That'd be interesting, don't you think? I think that'd be an interesting thing to watch because, you know, nobody is kneeling anymore. Everybody's standing, and the, and the players and, and Kaepernick are still getting the attention they need for um, police brutality and things of that nature. So you can actually, uh, you're actually uh, killing two birds with one stone. Huh, can you say that? Interesting. All right, let me bring this call in right here. I see you. I'm, I'm getting to you right now. All right, uh, Triple One, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hello. I was just listening. Hey, Maze, what's going on? Huh? I'm just listening. Oh, okay. Well, get your hand oh, on number I'm one here. <laughs> I didn't match the one. Huh? I didn't match okay. one. All right, mate. But, All right. But I can, uh, give, can I give a comment to some on? You sure can. Yeah, go ahead. Well, well, they, 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 they're using everything except why Kaepernick took a bow. They, t- they don't even have a discussion mm-hmm. about why he took a bow. So if they clean up, mm. they clean up everything in one shot. Mm-hmm. Clean up what? And, and then, then again, they are seeing that if you if you teach your money some sense, it'll work for you, and you don't have to work for it. Because all these teams and everybody not purchasing jerseys and doing and spending all this money, it's hurting somebody's pocket, and it's making somebody's pocket uh, full too. It's good to have to sit back and, and hold on to some of that to throw away to other people. Can you say uh, of giving your money to to the needy in, in countries such as Africa and uh, India or even here in the United States is wasting giving money wasting your money? No, I didn't say that. 
not necessary. No. Okay. But we should okay. be able to go I'm to sorry, other places. I must, have, I, I, no, that's not I must have heard wrong. What did you say? Yeah. I said people are not buying jerseys. They're not participating, and they're saving their money, and they got more money in their pocket. And that one percent is hurting because they're not receiving by the NFL. Okay. And if they do, and if they start doing right, things will change. What is doing like right? Uh, what is doing police, right? police brutality, mistreating people, redlining people, and all these different things that's been done, and it's in, and they in denial for it. Hmm. They can even open. They can okay. even open up the border so we can borrow money from other countries, just like forty five did. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, I'll say that's going to happen, man. But I know okay, it won't. so you believe you believe that the the one percent of the black that's viewership that's boycotting the NFL this season, um, making a dent. Yeah, is making a dent in the viewership. No. Yeah, because they purchased jerseys and all of this stuff. And the brewership is down, too. Mm-hmm. Not going by no cars that they advertise, all of this stuff. Advertisement and everything. If you're not buying it, what happens? Mm-hmm. We play a part, but they don't people trying to make us think we don't play a part in it. But if they do, they're going to feel the punch. Mm-hmm. they already okay. feeling the punch. I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I All right. Okay, that was good. Okay. I didn't listen. All right, thanks, babe. Okay. <laughs> As always, very interesting comments from Miss May. I tell you, hey, I, I never thought about that, but interesting. Okay, Suzette, I open your line. What you have for me? Oh, I'm. I was just wondering. Um, and it. I don't know. I as far as okay, you have different organizations, different groups that are forming for the cause um, mm-hmm. and take the spotlight off of Kaepernick and more on to the cause. Yes. I wonder why the Black Lives Matter group refuses to meet with the president if if he could actually possibly do something and well, they've already got possibility away. And if you're going to, if you want something, you kind of have to ask for it, what you want, rather than making a whole lot of noise and then not coming to the table to discuss it. So um, just, the, just the whole approach without Kaepernick and then to add him in, it, oh gosh, unite people. It's like it's all, all, all over the place. And it's such an important issue. It really is. I know people. They've had experiences with it. And here, me, I'm even afraid, you know, I see if I get pulled over, I haven't done anything that I know of, and yet I'm afraid. I have that fear as far as, oh, shit, what's going to happen now? Um, <laughs> and I haven't done anything. But it's just the whole police right. thing, you know. They're supposed to be there to mm-hmm. serve and protect, but there's just been so much that has gone on that, you know, even though you abide by it, yes, sir, no, sir, you know, whatever, this and that, and then once she's gone, gives you a ticket or lets you go, and it's like, phew, that was a close one. It's like, why did I even say that? I didn't even do anything wrong, you know? (laughs) But, I mean, it needs to change the whole whole attitude of the peace officers, you know, that, that work for the community, 
and and that goes for everybody, but especially for particular, um, you know, classes of people or groups of people or communities. And and so it needs to be brought to the forefront. But the group that has the attention right now doesn't want to meet with the man that could possibly help to make change. They haven't even given him a chance. They just said, nope, we refuse to meet with you. Nah, nah, nah. You're racist. Okay. Mm. <laughs> They already okay. cut him off at the knees before he even saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I'm going to get to respond real fast, and I'm going to let my co-host get in here. Um, you know, the problem with the Black Lives Matter movement is they're not organized. You have so many different factions. I, I don't think they have an organization, um, a, 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 a big organization, you know, that, that – can sit down and talk. <laughs> you know, they can sit so down and have a conversation. They started out, uh-huh. right, before they just lost it. it well, uh, see, that's, that's what happened. They started all right. However, you know, like I said, the different fractions formed, and, you know, it, it went from uh, Black Lives Matter to the LGBTQRST, and uh, all these other groups joined in, and it's, it's one-sided. But my, my co-host done hit me up and said you want to get in. So go ahead, Lee um, um, Ross. Um, and another thing is 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 that, like you say, you know, you you, you say you have an N.A. fear now when you get stopped. Well, just think about how, how these people feel every day of the year, every day of their lives. You know, that, sure. hey, I might, not, I'm, I might not make it home, but then – we have 45 who has clearly voiced his opinion about people of color. And yet I'm going to come and sit at the table with you to tell you my concerns and really expect you, you know, to be compassionate to really hear what it is I'm saying. You know, when, 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 when your bottom line is get rid of them, fire, you know, your response, to everything that happened in in in, in 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 Charlottesville was was one that truly didn't address the issue. See, you you avoided what was really happening. See, when when the issue when it, when it was your time to say, okay, this is not right, you did not do that. So I'm gonna come and sit to the table as a black person, as an African-American, as a person of color, and say, hey, this is what's going on in our neighborhood. This is what's going on in our community. These are the things, the infractions that are happening to us daily and really expect you to be concerned about it? I don't think so. And I think that's why they won't come to the table, because they want an open mind. They want someone who's going to be objective and by the very comments and the very tweet, various tweets and rants and raves by 45, that gives them the inclination that, hey, you're you not going to hear me. You're not going to hear me, so why waste my time? But you've already made that prejudgment that he's not going to hear you. You could change that if yeah. he actually knows what's going on. And that's oh, if you I'm, come I'm, in... I'm, I'm, 
I'm quite sure he knows what's going on because it, you I'm quite sure he knows what's going on. He has his nose to the grindstone. He has his advisors who's telling him because just as he knows every single comment and every single negative thing that is said about him and he can tweet it back and say, oh, this, 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 and that, he is very aware of what's going on. But what he chooses to do. What he what he chooses to do is ignore it, and that's the way it, that's the way it seems. If you want to be present, if you want to be present with with all the issues that's going on in your country, then you voice that as the leader of the country for all the people. But you have to you have to he no. has to make it he has to he has to present himself as friendly first because he's the leader. He's the president of the United States, not and he's just there to serve you. Certain, yes. No. No. That appointment is there. You will hear me. You know he's supposed to, but the way it seems now, no, no. Well, you I, want I him to come to you when he needs to know what you want, to, sir. This is what we want. This is what's happening, oh, I and think we need you to do something about it, or tell us, or direct us or whatever it is to get things going because this is the reality. You see what you see on TV. You have advisors. Who knows if they're honest or not and telling you what you need to know or don't know. You're here in the White House. You're traveling around the world speaking with leaders. And I need you to look at my little community right now and the communities around the nation that are just like it. And we need to meet with, I don't know, whoever, devise a council so that we can attack this problem. It is a problem, sir. These are my statistics. This is the research. This is what's happening. Solutions. We got this, this, and this, unless you have something to add. But other than that, we just cut them off at the knees, then it's never going to get resolved because he's the head of the state, the head of the country. Hmm. And that he, and that he, well, Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Huh? Go ahead. I have to I have to actually agree with Suzette on this one. Um I think because there is so much difference, this is the time that you need to have a conversation. I as you mentioned, the the, the, the perception and the thought process is always already there as far as uh uh, uh how you uh, perceive him as being and thinking. Okay, now Black Lives Matter group. You know, everybody thinks they are a terrorist militant group. Okay, so be it. So now you have these two different sides sitting down at the table and beginning a dialogue. It's not saying that it'll be solved right then, because we know it may not. It probably won't be, but it's a start. It's a start. Um. I remember when remember I remember when um 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 uh, 45 first got got elected. You had Jim Brown, Ray Lewis, Steve Harvey, uh, Dennis Rodman, all of them going up there, and, and that little black preacher I forgot his name. They're going up in there, you know, they talking about this, that, and the other, but nothing has come of it. Nothing has, except for except for um them. Eventually turning against Kaepernick, and basically that what happened. Jim Brown, Ray Lewis, 
And as I mentioned before, but Ray Lewis was on the sideline in, in London this weekend, uh, 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 you know, um, praying. I mean, uh, you know, kneeling with everybody else after he jumped on Kaepernick about it. But that's a whole other story. We already know what the truth is. But, yes, I, I do agree that he, that would be a great conversation, a starter. That would be would be a great starter. It really would. You know, um, I would think, though, in order for it to really, really uh, accomplish anything, there would have to be a mediator there. You know, I, I think that that would um, be a better thing. You understand what I'm saying? Put them two there because it's not going to do nothing but be end up a yelling contest. You get a mediator there to keep some kind of order, and I think it, it could actually turn out to be something. Not just the Black Lives Matter. You know, where are all these so-called uh, um, leaders of the black community? You know, that's always flashing when there's a news camera around, but now you're looking like, where are they now? Where are they? You know, the dialogue could be going on already. So it's not like the issue hasn't been out there. It's been going on. We know it's been going on. Kaepernick brought it to the forefront again. But as I've said before, in bringing it to the front, what has happened now, the narrative has changed to make it seem like he is the villain and everybody else is right. Which Mr. Smith is very good at doing. Y'all must have, y'all, y'all have to remember, Mr. Smith owns the media. Okay? <laughs> so, yeah. It, it doesn't take much for it to happen. But I do feel the, 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 the dialogue can be, should be going on now, and it's going to start eventually. It has, it has no choice. And the reason why I say that because the more people begin to stand up, the, 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 the less, uh, um, the more it's going to take for them to, to, to squash the movement. And, and once the movement gets too big, then they're going to have to listen. That's my take on it anyway. Come on, P. Ross, what you got for me before I, I let um, you know who back in? <laughs> hey, you know, I, I, I understand. I understand what 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 you're saying, and 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 at some point in time, yes, the dialogue has to take place, and I think that you know the idea of a mediator, um, definitely, definitely, it would it would have to be so. I, I, I do believe that, you know, because that that probably is the only way that that is going to get done. Mhm. Okay, you all right about that? I hear something going on. <laughs> um. Yeah. So basically, when I'm, you know, we, uh, the dialogue would be good, and we're gonna continue um, to monitor, and maybe we get it going. Hey, Pianki, I ain't, I haven't forgot about that. That um. Um, um, what that thing is that, that that petition that we was talking about the other day? I'm researching first. Um, Suzette said, "Polish working with some communities now. That's good. That 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 that, that, that is good. However, yeah, that's good. You that know, good. she was saying oh, no, it's, the it's White not, House initiative. You know, 
Mm-hmm. Huh? Go ahead. Go she, ahead. Was saying, she was saying White House initiative to promote executive order excellence and innovation at historically black college and universities. Now, we do know at that, you know, it was a, a photo op where he had all these HBCU presidents standing around him, and he was at the table, and, of course, you know, the skeletal-looking lady, Conway, had her feet up on the couch or what have you, you know, and it was a photo op. And it sounded good. He signed it in. However, he did not uh, – he went back. He didn't give him the, all of the funds that was promised, um, Suzette. That's what I'm trying to say. And, of course, you have um, individuals like Pianke that feel they're they going to close anyway. But it, at least there was something that, that, that was given to the historically black colleges. Of course, we had this com- that conversation Friday, and I, we're not going to retrace that right now. <laughs> Because that's a whole other three-hour conversation now. But what time is it? Oh, Lord. Okay. Um, yeah, so I, I think we're getting there. We're getting there, y'all. But we, let's wait and see what happens with this this, this uh, request that those four NFL players have put in about the month of November. Um, let's see if that, that'll change some of the, the, the hurt and the bad feelings that a lot of the NFL fans and viewers have right now because of players kneeling. And will this, if this happens, will players stop kneeling and sitting or not coming out for the national anthem? You know, what effect will this have, this month of social activism have? You know, would it be, okay, we can do it, but this has to stop. Or we can do it and y'all can continue doing what you're doing. That, that, that'll be interesting. We, we, I'm going to pay attention to that and see what's happening. All right, so midnight is four twenty, y'all. Y'all know we got to, we got to ride up out of here, man. Um, I guess I'll give everybody last words today because I just feel like being nice like that. Um, let's see. Let's start with the majors listening. So let's start with Suzette. We never heard Suzette give last words. Suzette, come on, give me some last words, girl, before you get out of here. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. First of all, I want to thank everybody for being, we're all so respectful of each other. I love it. It's great. I just love your show. I really do. <laughs> Nowhere can I go to <laughs> well, speak thank you. my mind and we can all dis- agree to disagree or agree. You know, we all make some excellent points and, and, you know, mm-hmm. we all can't walk in each other's shoes, but we can at least try. Right. And so I think that's what we need to do in order to become a united front, a United States is to try and look about and see what it's like to walk in somebody else's shoes. And if it don't feel right, do something about it. Yeah, that's it right there. Thank you, ma'am. Um, tell us about your show that comes on Sunday. You know, oh, check um, you out. Is that Live Talk? Yes, is that LT, 10 p.m. Oh. on Sundays. Um, it was, I'm going back to the Constitution. I have constitutional quizzes. They're like three quizzes. They're like 10 questions each. And you can participate in the chat room or come on air with me. And um, so what we know, we learn or gain more knowledge or share knowledge, and it's fun. And that's it. We, and lately, though, I've been having just events and topics. Recent one, fluoride, bad for you. Court case, June of this year, mm-hmm. finally filed. Minority communities mm. have been hit the hardest. They show it. It was done on purpose. Um, go to fan.org and learn about it. And that's it. Thank you. All right. Thank you, ma'am. And we, we will be there to check you out and maybe learn some things. 
<laughs> you can always learn Thank something you. new. Hey, you're welcome. Um, yeah, so we we all we well we know about fluoride, y'all, in the water. You know, we know about that. There's some cities around here close to us that that really uh, fighting to have fluoride taken out of their water. But that's that's a, a show for another day. Um, let me see. Maze. Maze, maze, maze. You got, you got last words. Y'all wonder why all the conversation got to be around Black Lives Matter. If you don't understand what's going on out here, something's wrong. And if you go to 45 like the HBC, you, went, you ain't going to get nothing anyway. You're going to be still in the same spot. And he's so hurt, hate uh, 44 so much and all the stuff he tried to do to destroy what that he did. What you going to go to him for anyway? That's what I want to know. What is it to talk about? Just for a, a Photoshop? So people getting tired. People doing their job because the, the, the sport is to play sports, not to be doing things that they want them to do. Uh, that's, they, that's the job. Play the game and do what you got to do. Because like I said, the golden calf was, a not, was an image. And that flag is an image, regardless of what it represents. So what if he would have took a knee with the Bible in his hand? They still would have had a problem? Yeah. <laughs> so they find things to find problems with, and they're the problem themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's not Black Lives Matter. So once they, they, they see what they've done and what they're doing, if they don't change, nothing's going to change. Because people, people are getting sick of what they see and what they're having to do. And some don't get it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Suzette got it. Hmm. So have a good one. All right. You too. <laughs> Thank you, Maze. That actually made sense. I understood that. That was on point right there. Go, Maze. All right. Pianchi, don't make it long-winded. Let's go. Hey, look. Let me tell you something. You haven't heard nothing okay, at all. Started wrong. You haven't heard nothing at all <clears throat> about the shooter in the Tennessee church. It was not a, true. I have heard about it. Well, it's not, plastered, it's not plastered all over the news like Dalen Roof was. Root was. Or Roof, whatever his name was. I get it wrong. But this guy was a Sudanese a black man, went into a white church, started shooting up, killing people. And he was an immigrant. Happened to be one of the, coming from the country, one of the countries that our, our president put on the ban list travel ban list because it didn't have in place the approved necessary procedures in order to check the background of those who were seeking to come into the United States. The courts said it was wrong. You had illegal advocates calling him a racist. Now you got people who've been killed, shot up in Maine, family members due to this immigrant. And one other thing, you know, you put that word in there. Trump's being criticized for calling people SOBs. And the word in him said, like you put in your chat room, when he spoke at Huntsville, Alabama, in front of a tremendous crowd, he said, wouldn't you love to see one of these NF owners when somebody disrespects our flag, quote, to say 
He's saying, would you like to see an MFL owner say this? Get that SOB off the field right now. Out. He's fired. He's fired. He didn't say he said it. He They said, would you say like it. to see a NFL owner say that? And given the narrative, that's what it went down. Just like we like to make quotes on what Jesus said. Come on now. What does God say? Anyway, I mean, do you understand? You kind of get the guess, Mr. Talk, Eric. Well, I know you're oh, thinking because when you start this. thinking hard, you get quiet. Well, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I'm thinking all right. <laughs> Go ahead. Anyway, and the man has got to be marvelous. I mean, he's genius. The way he will throw people off. And the things that he's doing. Now, I'm going to say one other thing. Being how I have observed, and many people have observed uh, John McCain act here recently, I'm beginning to believe and see that, hey, we might have got a good deal after all in 2008. Anyway, I'll let you go with that. Well, thank you, sir. Uh, as always, very interesting and controversial topics, I mean, remarks, but hey, that's what this show is about, right? Of course it is. All right, uh, P. Ross, go ahead and hit me up. What you got? Hey, I ain't got nothing. <laughs> I don't think enough <laughs> has been said. <laughs> I'm so serious. I ain't got nothing. I think enough has has been said, and we just got to, you know, see how the cards play out, you know, and 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 just really look at it and see what's really going on behind the scenes, you know, what what's really happening. Why is this narrative right now so explosive about a man taking a knee? You know, what are we being distracted from? You know. And 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 when that comes out, because you know, eventually it's gonna all come out in the wash. Because it ain't, you know, I just don't think it's just that serious. You know, yeah, I might be wrong, but hey, uh, that's how I feel. Don't think it's just that serious. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Suzette said, "Come on, lady. I know you have some words of wisdom for us to take away today." <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, I guess I guess she don't. I can't I can't have both of y'all over. You've been talking to her. You've been talking to her. You know. Here it is. Here it is. You know, today we talked about quite a few things, and um, you know, we we we. We put some things out there. Um, can you say maybe we started a a, 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 um, a, a conversation about it? Maybe. Because we don't know who's listening. Maybe somebody go back and say, hey, I heard this today and started talking. You know, we, we don't know. But here's another important fact as, as far as when you decide to have this conversation with someone. Always remember, everyone is not going to agree with you. Right. Okay? It, it's not going to happen. Even people on your own side, even people um, uh, 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 
even people um, of your own ethnicity in your family. You know, some of them are not going to agree with you. They're going to think you're nuts, so, you know, whatever. But you know what? Keep fighting. Keep having a conversation. It's going to get better. It is. It's going to get better. Now, we may not see it in our lifetime. Hopefully we will, but if not, you know, for your children, grandchildren, what have you, it's going to be better. But it has to start with a conversation somewhere. It has to start the conversation somewhere. And don't let the narrative change. See, that that's another thing. Do not let the narrative change. Because once the narrative, narrative change, change, you you lost some of your your, your 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 power in your fight then. Okay, so never let your narrative say what you start out with, let it be that. Now there are gonna be those out there who's good at it now. There there's oh man, they're professionals at changing topics, changing subjects, getting you going another route where you don't wanna go. But stay the course, fight, and you'll be a winner in the end. Okay? So those are my words of wisdom. <laughs> Thank you, Suzette. <laughs> uh, I don't know who T Rose is. Um, you don't okay, know Thank you, T Rose. <laughs> no, I'm reading something Suzette wrote. Um, all right, y'all. So we'll be back here Friday at uh, 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 1 Mountain Time. It has been fun. I enjoyed it. Um, hope you learned as much as I did today. If it just made you think a little bit, that's all we ask. Just need that one person because, you know, as I said, you you, you can't get everybody. <laughs> so it's all right. Um, but, yeah, it, it was fun. And um, hopefully we, we all make it to Friday and we come back and do this thing all over again. I want to thank the Yankee Suzette, Mr. Tuhaka, um, of course my co-host, uh, Mays, uh, and, 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 you know, the, the callers on the line. You know, two eight four seven and last four five nine three zero. Thank y'all for calling, hanging out with us as well. I appreciate it. Uh, but you know what? We got to get up out of here. Um, oh, Suzette, did you want to say one more thing before I got out of here? You better, you better hit me now because I'm gonna hit that switch and it's gonna be over. <laughs> oh, she's having a great with lots of t- stuff to talk about to friends at work. All right, so um, <laughs> okay. All right, so. We're going to take y'all out of here with some Alicia Keys today. We are here. And um, we'll see y'all Monday. Remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make sure you forgive yourself first. And the biggest and the best thing, learn to laugh at yourself, man. If you can laugh at yourself, everything else just groovy, man. That's all I got to say. All right? So have a good one. We'll see y'all on Friday. We out of here. Peace.
bombs over Baghdad Trying to get something we never had Let's start with a good dad So real but it's so sad And while we burning this incense We gonna pray for the innocent Cause right now it don't make sense Right now it don't make sense Let's talk about Chi-Town It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.